Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. Bradley Trainer is in Africa. We are going to hear from him in just a moment. Holly Roberts is filling in. Yep. Sonny is at the controls, doing a wonderful job, given the fact that she has been here for 300 hours straight. MVP! Seriously. <laughs> you. you, um, so Sonny, by the way, you did the morning show this morning. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And so you've been up since what time? Three o'clock. Three o'clock a.m. So yes. round of applause for yes. Sonny. Uh, and uh, thank you for the work you are doing. I'll take chocolate cookies. Okay. Oh, we'll duly we, noted. We'll do our best to... <laughs> Peanut get, butter cookies. Okay. Duly noted. Any cookies, welcome. <laughs> Any cookies. Uh, well, like I said, Bradley is in Africa, and he has been sending us little uh, little audio notes from Rwanda. He's there with the American Refugee Committee. Uh, he's been anticipating this uh, this trip for quite some time. He's been telling us about it, and, uh, and now he is there. He's about halfway through the trip, and um, we've been really excited to hear from him every time he's there. This is today's audio treat experience, experience from Bradley from Rwanda. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Brad sent a voicemail from Africa. Brad sent a voicemail. Well, hello there. Or should I say, Muraho? I'm in Rwanda. It's Thursday. I think I still have no idea. You guys, I can't I, I can't believe I've been gone this long yet. It feels like we just got here. I wanted to tell you a little bit about quickly our last day at the Nyabahaki refugee camp. So today was all about the kids. Now the kids here are amazing. You know there are 14,000 people in this camp and more than half of them are children. And these kids have basically nothing. 200 some uh, of these kids, in fact, don't actually have their parents or guardians with them, um, which just makes their life incredibly difficult as you can imagine. But every day, whenever we come through that gate, they are there for us. They're walking with us from building to building, hand in hand, we're singing, we're dancing, we're playing. Now, you know, most days children are not necessarily my favorite, but the kids here definitely are. And um, everybody pretty much feels the same way. So today we finalized that library for them so that they could play and sing and read and have a little space to call their own. The looks on their faces, the sounds in their voices, um, truly something very unique and special. And I thought I would share a little bit of that with you. So as we end, uh, or as I end this message with you, I just wanna say again, thanks to everybody who supported the work that ARC has done. Thanks for listening to these messages. Thanks for letting me go on this trip. Um, I can't wait to be with you guys again next week. And I'll, I'll tell you many, many more stories. But in the meantime, 
Enjoy this little clip from the kids at Nyabaheki uh, singing and dancing and enjoying their new library. Have a wonderful day. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. I really like I I love first of all I love that he's having these experiences I wish that we were able to have them as well and I love that we get to have them through him yes um I also love hearing him be so excited about being around children oh yes and he noted (laughs) his heart was two sizes too small Uh uh-huh and, and now it, it's grown. And now it is grown. And you can well, oh. listen to their voices. How can you have that? I'm sure that it grew his heart a I little know. bit listening to their little voices. I know. And like I said, he sent me, and I'm sure, like like Holly said earlier, you can check out his Instagram and see um, some of the sights that he's seeing with his own eyes. Because this is an audio medium. Of course, you can't see what Bradley is seeing through the um, through the airwaves. But you can see it on his Instagram. And I think sharing also over Twitter. Yeah. Um, but he sent me, and I don't know if this picture is on his Instagram, I didn't cross-reference, but he sent me the most beautiful picture of this young boy who met him uh, at the, uh, at the um, and I, I think, I'm trying to remember, is it um, the name of the, the settlement that they're at? Nyabaheki yeah, refugee settlement that they're visiting in Rwanda. Uh, he sent me the most beautiful picture of one of the kids that he met while he was there that just was just the most beautiful big smile on his face. It made my day, especially to know that Bradley Trainer, who ain't got no time for children in his life, <laughs> was being touched and like you know lifted up by children today it just made me so happy yeah that picture's not on his social okay. media but the whole library is so his journey oh, cool. to the library so you can sell, yourself can visit uh it's at Bradley's Instagram and you can follow him on at Bradley J trainer awesome well okay so making a turn now i want to talk about this headline that i saw this morning that immediately just like made me sad and these headlines come out uh, you know, every so often about members of the cast of Teen Mom yeah, uh, from MTV. So first of all, Teen Mom started in the 90s. This is a, or the early 2000s. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was well, probably about 10 late years. Late 2000s, I suppose. I feel like 10 years ago. Hey, You're 10 right. years ago was 2009. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> That's, I just... Yeah. Okay. I just went through like an aging process in my mind. That was awful. No, but, um, but it, yeah, late 2000 or, you know, in the 2000s, we had, we had a uh, teen mom. It started with 16 and pregnant. Then it turned into teen mom. And I started watching that show when it first came on because I thought, why, what is this show all about on MTV? And I was very critical about it at first because I thought this does not feel like a good idea. Of 16 and pregnant or teen mom? 16 and pregnant for sure at first because I thought these are young people who are experiencing you know, pregnancy and birth at a time in their lives. And now they have cameras. And what is that message being sent now to people who are watching the show that 
if you get pregnant, you can become a, a star. It's glamorizing. It's glamorizing. The process. Yep. But then I felt like it doubled down when it became Teen Mom because now not only are you in this one-off because you'll remember 16 and Pregnant was a one-off. It was yes. like each show encapsulated the journey of one person or one family, one experience. For a half hour program or an hour long program. Then when they did Teen Mom, they took four different people and they made an entire season out of it. And then that season had another season and then another season. And then they went away for a little while and came back with their, you know, OG. And then there was a whole new series out of it. And these people became famous celebrities, which is how we got Farrah Abraham. Um, So my the point is this. I I w- I was worried about what would happen to the people who were the subjects of this because the 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 line that we were always fed from MTV was this is to show people how difficult teen pregnancy is and then this is educational said, and then they said look it has it has reduced the rate of teen pregnancy and there was data to support that you can actually see Teen pregnancy has dropped since this show aired. Now, I would say... That's a little bold on MTV's part to say that their broadcasting of 16 and Pregnant has directly resulted in the lowering of the birth teen birth rate in our country. And that's what I think is so risky, because when you see it presented by MTV, people will digest that as, well, look what MTV has done. But the truth is there's probably multiple factors that have led to the reduction in teen pregnancy, Yeah, right? Including but not limited to education, access to birth control, etc., Etc. Etc. Well, I'm looking at the you know the the news of the day, and I see Teen Mom OG alum Ryan Edwards arrested for heroin possession and theft, mm. and my heart breaks immediately because this has been a troubled person from the the moment he was put on television in 16 and Pregnant. The relationship he had with Macy, the mother of their son Bentley, uh, has been really difficult from the time it began being chronicled on this show. Sure. It was troubled before the cameras even entered the picture. Yes. And it only became more troubled the more the cameras were on him. And I, it it broke my heart because I, there, I cannot, I cannot imagine that it did not place undue pressure on him that did not help the situation. Sure. Yeah. Totally get it. And we're still talking about these people 10 years later. But this is how, before we go to break, this is how these people make their living. And they don't know anything else. If they were teenagers, 16 and pregnant, when MTV entered their lives, and then they keep on getting job after job after job from MTV, their celebrity is now their job. You look at Macy, who is the mother of the child of the person who got arrested. She has 4.1 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. That being teen mom is her. It's her brand. brand. Yeah, exactly. I don't know if that's a place where we want to be necessarily. (sighs) Well, yeah. And then I will say just two more words for you. Farah Abraham. Mm -hmm. Done and done. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, we got to talk about Rose McGowan and the lawyer, the attorney of hers who has just been hired to defend Harvey Weinstein. There's some weird things going on here, and we need to dissect it. We're going to do that after this on My Talk 1071. Okay, so a very confusing... 
confusing situation has occurred and we need to dissect it here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom and Holly Roberts here with you until three o'clock today. Sonny's at the controls. So yesterday we learned that uh that Harvey Weinstein has hired a new legal team, and that legal team includes an attorney who once was uh, the attorney of Rose McGowan. Yeah, what? Uh, Excuse me? Rose McGowan being... (laughs) What? Rose McGowan. Right. Yes. That makes you go, hmm, because Rose McGowan has been one of the most vocal adversaries of Harvey Weinstein. Yes. So... Yeah. When we first heard the story, this was like, what? Now, this is the attorney, Jose Baez. Jose Baez just represented Rose McGowan in her cocaine possession case, the one that she pled no contest to earlier this month, avoiding jail time. Now, what's interesting about this case and, and one of the reasons why, you know, it's it's important is because did she not allege that that was planted, that that cocaine that was found on her was planted by Harvey Weinstein to create a negative story in the press about Rose McGowan as part of his destructive narrative about her. Yeah, exactly, Colleen. And so would this not be... So in essence, he, her attorney, was arguing that in a court of law. Mm -hmm. So would this not essentially then be some sort of weird ethical violation... For him to then now be defending Harvey Weinstein, I, I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand this either. And Rose McGowan actually has come forward and said that she doesn't really understand this either. She made a comment to the Daily Beast yesterday, Colleen. Uh-huh. Rose McGowan said of the hiring of her old attorney, Jose Baez, onto Harvey Weinstein's defense team, this is a major conflict of interest. But I know there was shadiness going on behind the scenes. Okay. She goes on to say, this is why my case didn't go to trial. My instinct was my lawyers had been bought off. Now, hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, you pled no contest, Rose McGowan. Uh You you actively pled no contest, meaning, assuming the attorneys that you hired didn't make you do this, they presented you with reasoning that this was probably your best route uh-huh. in this case so that you will avoid a trial, you will avoid jail time in this cocaine possession case. So interesting that she says that her... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lawyers had been bought off and that there was shadiness behind the scenes. Like, also, you could have fired 
those attorneys if you felt like there was some shadiness behind behind the the scenes. scenes. Well, Colleen... What do we do on this station? We like to gossip. Yeah, well, and, that is exactly what we're here for, are we I, not? And I got a good old-fashioned blind item concerning oh. this little story about Rose do McGowan you? and her attorney. Oh, good. All right. So, here's the blind item. I want you to listen carefully to this little piece of gossip. This former back-in-the-day A-list, mostly television actress, who is arguably more famous now, despite not really acting at all any longer is begging for a defamation suit being filed against her, which would bankrupt her in just legal fees. She always blames someone else other than herself. If what she says is true, then go to court and change things. She won't because she knows everything she did. Okay, so walk me through what all that just said. (laughs) So that blind item saying what Rose McGowan just said to the Daily Beast Ah. is a bunch of lies and calling her attorneys... What she said, she said that her lawyers were bought off. Yeah. Saying that about her attorneys makes her vulnerable to a defamation lawsuit Uh, by those attorneys. If she's accusing the attorneys of being bought off, that would make Jose Baez, you know, that would interrupt his business. That would put him in bad graces in the press. Sure. So if if she's making herself vulnerable to this and what this blind item is saying, she doesn't have the money to go through this legal process. Now, if she really felt like she was betrayed by her attorneys, there are proper channels with which she can go through, but she's not going to do it because she pled no contest to this cocaine case. This is what makes me, I get so sad about Rose McGowan because I I think that there are so many things that have uh, affected her in so many negative ways that there's just a lot of... Well, I wanted to circle back because our instincts when we read about the Harvey Weinstein's new attorneys and the Rose McGowan connection, it was like, well, what is going on here? And quite frankly, I think we still don't, don't know what's, going, know on what's going on here yeah there's a lot well when we come back we've got some celebrities behaving badly we call them d-bags on my talk 1071 celebrities behaving badly we love to tell you about them on the colleen and bradley show my talk 1071 streaming live at my talk 1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer is off he'll be back on monday holly roberts filling in and uh you know we call those celebrities behaving badly a very special name and that is d-bag presenting lord and lady douchebag of the day Okay, before you get to your D-bag, I just was distracted because uh, my Twitter just sort of like flashed up on my screen as I was trying to click back to my D-bag story. Yes. And the tweet that showed up was our social media expert, Hannah, here at the station. Mm-hmm. I, social media, that's what she, she's an expert, but that's what her job is to do our social media. Yes, it is. Her tweet of a chicken breast that she cooked that was raw in the middle was the thing that <laughs> like it just showed up and I was like what is that and that is gross and I hope she didn't eat it that and it distracted me because I got worried about Hannah oh that's well, all I just oh, had to tell you about she, that here, can she's, I, she's been struggling with her food oh my girl I, we gotta talk we have to sit down with her um she okay. did say before mm-hmm. we move on to mm-hmm. our d-bags yes. that Hannah is going to purchase an instant pot oh good idea yeah, good idea because that'll cook things. That's a good things. place to start. Yeah, it, that will then we'll make sure things are cooked. Yeah, yeah. Or crockpots too. That's a good place for her to start. Because it, cook the stuff. You don't have to actually do anything. Exactly. Except turn it on, and then it'll get cooked. <laughs> except when you don't turn it on, and then you come home late out eight hours later <laughs> to room temperature meat. Yes. 
that yes. has been spoiled. All right. Now, celebrity D-bags. Yeah, celebrity D-bags. So I've got a lady D-bag this afternoon, and it's not a huge D-bag necessarily. I just got a little point of contention mm. with Kate Hudson. Okay. Kate Hudson, the actress, lifestyle entrepreneur, and WW ambassador. That would be for Weight Watchers. I don't know what they actually try to call themselves lately. Wellness Works or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Anyways, Kate Hudson in the news because she's given interviews because she's a celebrity. That's what they do. And she's talking about being a mother to a daughter for the first time. Uh, Rainy Rose, or Ronnie Rose, is the name of her new daughter. She just gave birth uh, just a couple of months ago, and she's talking about being a parent, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Very, very important. It's a thing that parents yeah, you know, do. We talk about being parents. Yeah. Funny how that works. <laughs> it's well, weird. So she's talking about being a parent to a daughter for the first time. She has two sons from previous relationships. And she says that... It doesn't really change my approach to parenting, being the mother of a daughter. She says, but there's definitely a difference. And I think you just raise your kids individually, regardless, like a genderless approach. We still don't know what she's going to identify as. And that's the lead headline that everyone is running with. Right. That particular quote from this uh, interview is that Kate Hudson plans to raise her daughter, Rainy Rose, with a genderless approach. I'm all for that. Uh huh. Like, I'm all for that. That's fantastic. That's great. Great philosophy to Mm -hmm. being a parent. Well, Kate Hudson, why did you throw yourself a gender reveal party back in April if you're raising your kid with with a genderless approach? Mm -hmm. You had. You'll recall. You'll recall back on April 6th, Mm -hmm. Kate Hudson. And uh, some of her family members were holding balloons in the backyard, black balloons with big question marks over them. Uh They popped the balloon and out came pink confetti. Yay! It's a girl. Fantastic. And we all celebrated. And we all celebrated. Mm -hmm. But there you go. (sighs) Starting right out of the gate. Mm Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Like I actually gender with the gender reveal. I think it's interesting that that that's not in being included in any of the articles. It's absolutely not being included in any of the articles. The quote that she gave about raising her child in a genderless way makes a great headline. And Mm -hmm. and again, that I yes, one hundred percent. It's a soundbite though, but it's a a total soundbite. And it's like, well, Kate Hudson, you indulged in the trend, and it's like you did this, but that goes back to the conversation that we had yesterday Mm -hmm. concerning gender gender reveal parties in the first place, which are and actually, you know, clickbaity. Like she did on her Instagram because we paid attention and yeah. then it was a soundbite back in April because we weren't talking about Kate Hudson much and her cheap leggings, which is actually kind of a cheap ripoff. I digress. I've gotten mad about it on this show a couple of years ago. <laughs> Interesting. Uh-huh. No, but it is, you know, uh, it, it it sort of does bring another level to the conversation, though, about the gender reveal parties yeah. in and of themselves. Right. 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 Because it, once you have like an entire party around the revelation of, you know, the the sexual organs of your child, because mm-hmm. that's really all it is. That's all it is. Yes. Um, then y- you're assigning a whole future to them based on that. Yes. Sort of. Yeah. Right? By but, having a party. Yeah, by having I don't a party. Know, but, it is but then, interesting. But we're then going, weird creatures. We are weird creatures. Like, you know, the animals in the forest don't have gender reveal parties. <laughs> Could you imagine? I mean, how weird. <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, look, that little bear. Mm. 
of the you squirrel. Know, there's a pink acorn. I know it's showering so, down from the tree. It, it is. It is. It's. It's strange. So We're it's just, weird creatures. So it's strange that you know he she presented herself in the media one way, but eight nine months ago, and then now she's coming around eight nine, nine months later with a different approach, mm-hmm. and both equally clickbaity yeah. and soundbitey. Is and, that a thing? Yeah. Soundbitey. Sure. <laughs> and the media fair, is there, pushing both of them. To yeah. be fair, was there anything that might have happened in between that might have changed their mind? Between gender reveal? I mean, I will say this. I mean, here's, in the interest of, you know, playing devil's advocate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I, 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 I always have said this. We are all different parents mm-hmm. to our children before they are born mm-hmm. than we are when mm-hmm. they're in our arms. I will also say we are different parents to our infants than we are to our toddlers, mm-hmm. than we are to our, you know, preteens, than mm-hmm. we are to our teenagers, no doubt, right? Because they reveal who they are to us as they grow. And we adjust and change with whatever stage we are in, right? So, you know, on the one hand, I think, okay, well, sure, it is her, her prerogative to do so. However, I hear what you're saying, Holly, which is that like this is kind of part of the risk we run with the like large celebration around what kind of sexual organs the baby has. Right. Then months later, we find ourselves in a position where we're saying, oh, you know, but if I have these beliefs about how we accept people into this world, then. I also, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get it. Yeah. <coughs> Play it, playing all the angles, what Kate Hudson is doing right there. Imagine that for headlines. Whether she realizes that's what she's doing or not. Well, you of know, course. she very well may not be conscious of that. She's yeah. just sort of, she's you know, just, she's just being a celebrity. She's just out being there Kate Hudson sell, talking to people. Selling her cheap leggings. Mm. Okay, there's Holly again on the cheap leggings. Mm. You got why, deep... why are they so bad, mm. the leggings? Oh my gosh, Sonny. Okay. We can do it because, like, I, my D bag is like so minor, and you are like you're on a roll. So you I'm said, gonna you just, said it twice. I want to. I would like why. to hand oh. you the baton, Holly, and go. Well, so go for she the gold, has girl. now. This was a couple of years ago, so maybe the business model of Fabletics has changed. Mm-hmm. But there, I know that they have brick and mortar stores now, so yes. I do think it's a little bit different. But at the time that this was going on for you, Holly, yes, they had a club experience. Mm-hmm. They had a club experience, and they had a lot of fine print with that club experience, where mm-hmm. you'd be able to buy leggings for super cheap, mm, high quality leggings for only X amount of dollars. Well, when you did that, you had to sign up in the club, and in the fine fine print, the club charged you every month whether or not you bought anything from oh, them. Oh no! And then trying to get a refund from not reading the fine print. Oh, I don't no. even know if that ever happened. Do you remember um, when you were like in college and like Columbia House would send you a free CD and you'd be like, "This is so cool! I got a free CD." Mm-hmm. And then they'd be that. like, put, "You know, put, put a penny yep, on this. I remember that. Send it back and you'll get ten free CDs." And you're like, "I'm gonna do this." And you Duh. put your penny on there and you send it back. And then suddenly, every month they're sending you another CD and you're like, "This is so cool! I even ordered this one." They're just like giving me CDs and then they send you a big bill. Yep. And you're like, wait a second. So that's what happened. I always wanted to send that penny. Yeah, well, that's, that's what happened. Be glad that Sonny, you didn't send you were the penny. Smart. I sent the penny. <laughs> I was like, um, only a penny? I have a penny. Speak to the people who sent the penny. <laughs> because that's essentially, I think that that's what people have found themselves accidentally mm-hmm. getting into when mm-hmm. maybe the fine print yes. wasn't read. Now, the fine print is always out there, but they're really not putting it out there for you to maybe consider all the way through before you go ahead and make your purchase. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. 
All right. <laughs> Do you feel good now? Do you feel a little bit better? Yeah, well, I'm glad that okay. we had a nice good. discussion about I that. Like too. I said, it was kind of a light D-bag. Not, but I just wanted to point out that Kate Hudson made this statement. But then, you know, mm-hmm. nine months ago, something else was happened. Now, to your point, Sonny, a lot can happen in that time. Mm-hmm. There's room for growth and change. Yes, and my hope is that she will grow and change, but not so much that her leggings... Become threadbare. Yes. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we like to do this thing. Okay, so I have a nine-year-old who's very inquisitive. He asks what I believe to be very difficult to answer questions. And um, because he does this to me and it stumps me nine times out of ten, I want to put you through your paces. My son Keller is going to pose a question to three unsuspecting listeners. Well, they'll be suspecting because they'll call in. (laughs) Uh, You will have to try your hand at answering them. And then Holly will come with the actual answer to the question to the best of our ability. You will all attempt to answer Keller's question. 651-641-1071. I need three people who will try to answer Keller's question after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right. So I have a nine-year-old who is incredibly inquisitive. He asks questions that I think are pretty impossible. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer, is off. Uh, Holly Roberts filling in. Sonny's at the controls. And every week about this time, we like to try to pose my son Keller's questions to you to see if you can answer them. Because... I think that they're pretty difficult to answer. Any questions? Can I ask you something? I have a question. I have very important question for you. It's time to answer Keller's question. I have questions. So we've got three callers who think they can probably answer Keller's question on the fly. I collect these questions when he peppers me with them. um, And you never know when they're going to come at you. They come at you hot and fast. Uh, and Sometimes so, loose, really, and so, and I, and then I like, I write them down. I usually tweet them out with the hashtag Keller Live, so you can hear what my life sounds like. Um, because so I, they always catch me off guard. At first blush, you think, well, that you know, oh, it's an honest question. But when you're caught in a spot where you have to answer it quickly, it doesn't always. Yeah, no, you it's, being on the fly it never like works that with a nine year old. Yeah, it's not easy. So, uh, so I collect them on Twitter. Hashtag Keller Live. And now we will put three callers through their paces to see if they're any good at answering them on the fly. Holly will be here with an actual answer uh, to the actual question. I got the World Wide Web and a magic eight ball at the ready. I think you have everything you need. I'm ready to go. All right, let's go to Tammy. Hello, Tammy. Hi, ladies. Are you pretty good at answering the questions of inquisitive nine-year-olds? It's been 16 years since I've had a nine-year-old, so we'll see. So maybe a little bit rusty, but perhaps you've done it before, and maybe you can access that file if needed. I've got my fingers crossed. All right, let's do it. Here is Keller's question for you. I have questions for you. Mom, can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Mom, can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Well, Keller, gold digger, that term doesn't mean what you think it means. Oh. No, it means something different. <laughs> Let's just say no. Okay. Let's just say no. Let's just All say right. no. All Simple. right. Tammy, thank you for your answer. 
And thank you for answering Keller's question. Let's move on. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To Emily. Emily is on the line. Hello, Emily. Are you good at answering the, uh, the questions of an inquisitive nine-year-old? We'll have to see. I used to be a camp counselor, so hopefully. Oh, okay. Oh, so you're you, like pro level. Yeah. So you've had a, a few <laughs> nine-year-olds launch some questions at you in your day. Oh yes. All right. Well, here it is. Here is Keller's question. I have questions for you, Mom. Can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Mom, can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Well, if you see suspicious activity, then you should. Yes. If you see suspicious activity, then you should call the cops, says Emily. Thank you, Emily, for answering Keller's question. Uh, that is a, that's a decent answer. That is a decent Thank answer. You. Thanks, Emily. If you see suspicious, suspicious activity, activity, then yes, you should call the cops. Okay. Suspicious activity. activity. All right. Mm. Now we will go to Erica. Hello, Erica. Yeah. Hi. Are you good at answering the, the uh, questions? From a, a very inquisitive nine-year-old. Well, I have a ten and a seven-year-old, and I'm a triage nurse, so I oh. answer questions for a living. Okay, so. I think you Erica. might be qualified for this job, Erica. Here is my son Keller's question today. I have questions for you, Mom. Can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Mom, can you call the cops if someone is a gold digger? So that would be the first thing to do with the nine-year-old is figure out if they know what they're saying. So I would say, Keller, what do you think a gold digger is? Or where did you hear that term? Okay, This is good. And then based on what he says, I would answer the question. Obviously, what we know a gold digger is, no, you would not call a cop on them. But if he thinks it's someone who stole gold or robbed a bank, then I would say yes. And that's actually called this. So I would clarify and then answer. I like it. Thank you, Erica. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Uh, Okay, so I want to just also, uh, Keller, I I went to Twitter because I wanted to clarify what his, how he actually asked the question when he really asked the question. So it wasn't what we just heard. Well, he was laughing when he recorded it, I realized. (laughs) And I was like, something about that wasn't exactly how he asked it. The way he actually asked it, the day he asked it was, Mom, can you call the cops if your woman is a gold digger? (laughs) Nice. Nice. (laughs) Which actually adds a whole different level to it. All right. Which tells me a little bit more about... What he may have been listening to mm-hmm. and where he may have learned that. <laughs> um, so let's actually see Holly 
If you can tell us the real answer to Keller's question, here it is. I have questions for you. Mom, can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? <laughs> Can you call the cops if somebody's a gold digger? Oh, Keller. You know, (laughs) we don't have a definitive answer on this one, Keller. I think that Erica got it right and spot on Mm -hmm. where if there's actual theft going on, if somebody is actually stealing your gold, then you'll want to call the cops. Mm -hmm. However, if it's a gold digging situation in the way that Keller proposed it on Twitter being if you're in a relationship and the woman is in it with you because she wants uh, financial gains, then mm-hmm. unfortunately, no, it doesn't seem like you can call the cops. No, it's but not, you just need to. It, it's not an just, emergency situation. You're just going to need to break yeah, up with yeah, that lady. You're just going to need to break up with <laughs> yeah. that lady. Now, well, I want to tell your mama. Baby. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I'm here for you. Sweetie. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. I want to let you know. I did find some things on the internet. Gold diggers beware. Oh, now this comes to us courtesy of an attorney in Florida, where Florida back in 2011 had enacted legislation allowing challenges to quote unquote deathbed marriages. Oh, this is interesting. Meaning if you're trying to pull a good old Anna Nicole Smith, Mm -hmm. J. Howard Marshall situation where a younger woman was marrying an older man who possibly would not be in this dimension for that much Mm -hmm. longer. Florida has some legislation where perhaps they're going to have the wills be in a certain way. And so, mm, I mean, that went all the way to the Supreme Court, Anna Nicole and J. Howard Marshall with that. Oh, yeah. Yes, that was very contentious. As you'll recall, the uh, the children of J. Howard Marshall were incredibly aggravated by Anna Nicole Smith. That's because she was the gold digger par excellence. I know. I I know. So she took it next level. But like we all knew what was going on. We told. Oh, yes. We we have. That was not hidden from plain sight. That was not true love. Soulmates finding each other in different times of life. And then we make a lifetime original movie about it. And then you cry. No, that's called the notebook. Mm -hmm. Please. Yes. No. No. So uh, that's interesting. Well, thank you, Holly, for that real life example of how we can apply Keller's question <laughs> in the state of Florida. <laughs> I mean, it may or may you not be You can't call the cops, but you can call yeah, your lawyer. A lawyer. I mean, I mean, look, I don't play a lawyer on TV. I'm not a lawyer in real life. But you know how to Google. But I found some weird <laughs> lawyer that wrote an article in 2011. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that. All right, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got a question for you. It's not Keller's question. This one is going to be an easy one for you to answer. Is there something that, considering your age, you haven't done that would shock other people? What haven't you done in your life that might be shocking to other people, considering your age? 651 We'd love to talk to you after this on My Talk 1071. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.